This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, September 26, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. Many states have pursued education vouchers in spite of state constitutions that prohibit public funds supporting private education. Cato policy analyst Adam Schaefer argues that education tax credits often pass constitutional muster where vouchers fail. States have held out hope that school vouchers would withstand various constitutional challenges, but the record is spotty. Uh, as to education tax credits, the record is much better. What's the difference? Uh, the difference comes down to the fact that vouchers are government funds. Uh, the government sends a check to a family, that family uses uh, the voucher to go to a, a school of their choice. Tax credits, essentially, you're just keeping your own money instead of sending it into the state uh, for taxes. You spend it on Uh, tuition or transportation or books, uh, some form of education spending. Um, And so because it's your own personal money, it doesn't run afoul of a lot of state constitutional provisions. The Blaine Amendment is the biggest biggest concern. It's an uh, anti-Catholic amendment that prevents public funds from going to sectarian institutions. Basically, at the turn of the century, they wanted to make sure that Catholic schools and other religious schools that they didn't approve of wouldn't get any public funds, any any help with uh, textbooks or anything like that. Um, there are other clauses, compelled support clauses do essentially the same thing. And there are other education clauses that um, have been used to overturn uh, particular voucher laws um, without uh, even uh, referencing religious schools, uh, just simply because it's government funds going to uh, a non-public educational institution. And what about tax credits? Tax credits have survived every legal challenge to date. That doesn't mean they, they, they're going to survive every single one. Uh, we know that courts can do some pretty creative things with uh, legal precedent. But because they are taxpayer funds, uh, there really is very little um, that, that they have to hang their hat on in state constitutions. They'd have to come up with something pretty creative. And every school choice program that's been overturned in the past uh, has hinged on that distinction, public funds, not public funds. Why do states persist in adopting vouchers even when state constitutions might prohibit that kind of use of education money? I think uh, a lot of times it's it's what people are familiar with. Uh, it It is a little easier to explain. It's um, simply changing the the funding system um, that we currently have, which is you can um, go to uh, a particular school you're assigned to, that school gets money for you being there. This basically funds a student and allows them to get to any school, public or private. So I think it's a little simpler, and traditionally it's it's the one people are most familiar with. It's it's the most famous. Uh, Milton Friedman in the 1950s came up with the idea of school choice in the the American context, and uh, it's really been popularized much more than education tax credits. Some states narrow the focus of their vouchers to serve specifically poor children or special needs kids, often expecting that those programs actually will hold up in court. How have those programs fared? Those uh, specific programs have fared much better. Uh, Those have yet to be overturned. Uh, There's one in Florida that hasn't been challenged, although the the other voucher program uh, was overturned. There is one in Arizona that's been challenged, and uh, we'll have to see where that goes. It it looks likely that the court there will uphold it, but it's a little more uncertain. Um, We'll see down the line. They're very reluctant to attack special needs vouchers. The uh, population is so uh, sympathetic, and uh, they really don't want to be on that uh, losing side of the PR battle, kicking uh, handicapped children out of school. It looks pretty bad for them. What of lawmakers, given the fact that vouchers may not withstand constitutional challenges? 
Uh, it's an, a very important consideration for a lawmaker. Uh, it's a, an extremely controversial subject, and they don't want to go out on a limb for something that's that controversial if it's uh, likely to be overturned by the courts, even if it's uh, just a fair chance that the courts will overturn it. Uh, there is some political science research that shows that legislators avoid passing issues or pass less frequently issues that are likely to be overturned by their state courts. So I think it puts a dampening effect on political support for vouchers in particular and school choice more generally in uh, a lot of states where these constitutional provisions are threatening. Adam Schaefer is a policy analyst for the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Read more about education policy at our website, cato.org.